Another week, another edition of Off The Map, the weekly racing New South Wales podcast where we do look at the speed maps for Saturday's meeting. This week is, of course, Randwick. Uh, I'm Brad Gray, again joined by Mitch Reed. The first race we're going to look at is race two, the Heritage Stakes. Neutrality is your obviously leader here, Mitch, but how quick is he going to go? Yeah, look, a stack of speed in this race, Brad. Uh, we've got only a nine-horse field, but probably about five horses here, which we've seen lead recently. Um, I did land on neutrality from gate seven, punching across the field to lead these with uh, the Gerald Ryan horse, Omar DeWitt's outside, just tracking it across. Um, Santos on the inside here. She's applied the blinkers to this horse. Now we saw this horse show good good speed as a two-year-old and also in its recent trials. Uh, so he's going to be right there with the blinkers applied. Uh, charge look from four. I think they're going to let this speed on its outside go this time around, albeit that it's another horse that's been leading of late. Uh, from four, they can probably find the 1-1 position. And Merrill, Merrill led them up in their furious last time out over 1,200. So that's probably a good indication of how much speed there is in this race. I've got a map, sort of mapped off pace here behind the Colts. Um, Probably the key to this this speed map, Brad, is the fact that, albeit that I've got neutrality and, and Omar uh, crossing the field here, I, I don't think they're going to be able to do it with ease. There's a lot of speed drawn to their inside, so that's probably the key point to take out of the map, is that uh, while I've got them leading, it's not going to be a, a comfortable lead. They're going to have to do a bit of work, I think, to get them across the front of in front of a few of these. Yeah, I think a key point, to, that is a good one, but another one is to take out of, looking at all of these maps, you could almost say that Santos is the map horse of the day. He just gets the lovely run in behind. Definitely. That, that last 100 metres or so, these leaders are going to be vulnerable. He's going to get every possible. Yeah, and they've got options. That's the main thing with Santos as well. I mean, if as I said, it is the first time they've applied the blinkers, so there's always a little question mark on how they're going to perform with them, but... From one, they've got options there, so he definitely looks to map well. All right, race three, the shootout mile. Now, the interesting thing as far as your map goes here, which is available on the Race New South Wales website, is you've got Murakev outside of the leader. I think a few people kind of wondering where he'll get to from that wide draw. There's very little speed in this race on paper. You think they'll potentially go forward? Yeah, look, I, very little speed on paper. You're, you're dead right, Brad. Um, just up to the mile here, we saw his two Caulfield runs... Uh, back from a spell, he's begun well over 12 and 1400 up to the mile here. I think from 12 they can they can go forward, as you say. Really, a good fellow should really lead for fun here. I think, um, and this this race is really devoid of speed. So certainly got uh, Muraqueb uh, mapped closer than probably what we might have had over in a genuinely run mile. I would yep. suggest um, they can they can be forward here. Instant de, uh, derives. I hope I'm saying that correctly. He's yep. another interesting one. He's probably another horse you you wouldn't typically have that close. But again, he can probably just follow Murakweb across across from that wider draw and and be pretty handy here behind Goodfella. Um, so yeah, a, a little bit of a a different sort of a pattern for Murakweb, but um, he looks to be faster out of the gates this time in. Actually speaking to Chris Wallet during the week, and he did say his preference is for Instant Derev to take another sit. They're trying to teach him okay. just to set a little bit because yep. he's such a keen going horse, but they might not have any option here, so you wouldn't be surprised to see it outside of the leader. Yeah, they, they could well do. I mean, I, as a rule, he, he likes his horses ridden with cover. That's, that's, that's yep. a fair point. Um, as I say, good fellow really should be leading on his own here, and if they can take a sit behind either it or 
oh sorry, yeah, behind either Riddle or Mura Queb, then then they'll they'll definitely they'll definitely consider that. Right, the shorts. Uh, there's there's going to be no shortage of speed here either. Uh, you've got it as above average. Um, mm-hmm. I guess there is potential there for that to be fast though, because I did notice that Adrian Bott said during the week that they really want to use Invincible Star's asset yeah. this time and yeah. maybe put the the pedal down to the floor a little bit earlier. Yeah, a bit of a, a polarizing sort of uh, speed map, Brad. Um, plenty of different opinion on this one, and um, I, I do tend to agree with with Adrian's comments. Ari, um, the mayor, Invincible Star, um, and for that reason, I, I have got a leading on her own, and there's there's a difference between leading on her own and having horses on her hammer on the outside. Um, I think they want to lead um, by well on her own, as I say, but. The difference here, look, I don't think they want to be sort of trying to drop the anchor or stack them up on the mare. I think they just want her to, to bowl along in front. Uh, whether they can do that is a, is another is another thing. This is you know this is these are Group One horses. She's got to try and lead. Uh, look, we, we've heard Joe Pride during the week saying that they're going to have to be very fast to be hitting ball of muscle. Yeah, and that's I right. Certainly respect that his opinion and respect the fact that the ball of muscle has come back in very good order. Uh, he's going to be right there, ball of muscle. We know what, what the sort of gate speed he's he's got. And um, look, the monster's drawn well here. He's been beginning quite well recently, but from wider draws, so he's going to be right on the mare's back, I suggest, from the inside gate, just just holding that position. Uh, look back to the mare. I, I I don't know if they want to be getting into the straight here with horses like Red Zell and and Ball of Muscle right on her on her girth. I don't know if they want to be getting into another dogfight that mm. we saw first up where she's going to win the race is probably at the top of the straight. Correct. Yeah, that's right. I, I you know these horses are very hard to shake in that sort of a scenario. So I think they want to be in front in the straight, not not having these horses right on her tail. Um, look, Red Zell looks to map well again here. I, I think they'll be content to let sort of ball of muscle go and they can probably land just one pair back on in the running line here. So look here, a, a, a bit of, a lot of talk I suppose about how this mare's going to go and whether they are going to be able to lead but I do tend to agree with the, the tactics they want to adopt. I think they just need to put the handlebars down out of the gates here, Brad. Yeah, okay. We'll move across to the Colgate Optic White Stakes. Now the map here is probably moot. For Winks, no matter where she draws, she could probably draw 36 and still yeah, beat these. That's but right, yeah. I guess you've got her map just in behind the speed. We're so used to seeing her out the back and yeah. then just moving into it as she likes, but she's got a couple of stayers in behind her. She'll yeah. just settle in behind what looks uh, a pretty slow speed there. Yeah, look, I mean, Religify really should just lead this quite easily. I think there's, there's not a great deal of speed again here. Um, we can see that in races with winks in them that she can scare some horses off obviously but the key here i think and actually when i first put this map together i actually had her on the fence originally but having sort of slept on it i thought there was no reason for them to be on the fence here well you know there's yeah. just just take that out of the equation um i think uh Hugh will just be happy to sit in the running line from gate three you are right i have got it probably closer than where she has been typically um i just think that Typically, Chris likes to use gates. Um, if, she, if she draws wide, they, they tend to be negative. They, they draw well, they, they like to use the gates. Um, she's got speed on her inside in Le Remain, so he can find a position on the rail behind Religify. And I think it's somewhat will just come across from five. Again, not much speed here. He has sort of shown some speed up at the mile 
in the past. I think she'll just sit on his back and uh, again uh, probably get a lovely run here throughout. Okay, the T row stakes now. You've got above average early speed here. I imagine that's due to Simi's nature of kind of just rolling along a little bit. But yep. looking at this map myself, I had a spot outside of the leader pretty much up for grabs. Uh, you've gone with Miss, Miss Fabulous here. Yeah, I, I agree with that assessment, Brad. It was it was not an easy map to put together, particularly with horses like Sanjita, who I, I think can be also be a bit closer here. Um, we saw what happened last start with her. She was just absolutely luckless. So yeah. um, I think they'll want to be positive with her. And don't know a lot about this uh, New Zealand filly, Santa Catarina. Yep. Um, she settled sort of close over 1,200, albeit in sort of small fields over in New Zealand. Um, I've pretty much got a map there because she's drawn two. Yeah, um, just I by think, default. Yeah, I think there. she'll just land there. I think they'll want to use the gate there. And El Dorado Dreaming, well, he, he's drawn next door to her. I think she's probably got more speed than, than he does. Um, back to Miss Fabulous. Look, yeah, I... I think we, I think Lee might have liked her to, to, to lead first up there the last time out, and she was handy. Um, I, I think this is a, a, a maps better for her this race. Um, I think she can sit outside the lead here uh, with a lot, a lot more ease. Um, just looking at the speed on in, inside of her more than anything with horses like for two and El Dorado Dream, they're probably going to be a bit further back. Um, Simi looks to lead here from six and. The other filly I'd probably mention here is Mark Newnham's yeah, uh, Maid of Heaven. Heaven. Yeah, I think she can be closer here from 10 with the blinkers on. Now, most of these horses come out of the Furious over 1,200 um, a fortnight ago. This this filly comes out of a different form line, the Canterbury race. So there's actually a, much, a month between runs. She has had the trial in between, but I sense she's going to be a little bit fresher. On the fresher side here with the blinkers applied, I think they can be a bit closer on her. So, look, it should be a, a genuine 1,400-metre race, 1,400-metre speed, I should say, uh, with, with Simi leading them up. Yeah, it's, been, it's really interesting with Miss Fabulous because Chris Lees has actually been quite vocal during the week saying that they probably think she's a little bit better ridden quieter, but yeah. whether she gets that opportunity here, because she is quite a naturally fast horse. Yeah, so. I, she's the sort of feel, in my opinion, that... It, with that gate speed, I don't think you want to be grabbing a hold of her. Yeah. Um, I, I think you've just got to let her... I think she's talented, and if, if you're letting her... If she begins the way she has been, and then letting the speed go in front of her, I, I don't know if that's the best way to go about her on, on this filly. Yeah, especially drawn five there. Yeah. Moving across to the Kingston town, uh, the speed here does look obvious in that classic uniform. Once he gets out to these trips, once he's got a couple of runs under his belt, yeah. he generally likes to go. He's drawn really wide here, but mm. you're seeing them just carving their way to the front. Uh, I think they have to, yeah. And look, we've got a few emergencies still in this speed map as well. So, you know, we'll assess that tomorrow with, with the scratchings as well. So whether he, he's obviously still drawn the outside, so they're still going to have to put the, the handlebars down and to, to lead this, which I think they will. Um, I am serious there. Chris changed tactics last time to be forward. I think they'll, she raced well last time doing that. Um, up to 2,000 metres here, I think they'll, um, they'll, they'll uh, elect to adopt those tactics again. Uh, Allwood looks to map well here for mine. He can be handy from six. Um, Embley's another horse we we typically see on the speed when he gets up to these sorts of trips. I think he can probably find the fence here from gate five. Uh, Test of Shadow, yeah, look, it, it has speed. I, I, I don't know that it'll be able to find cover here, though. Um, and the, the Lord Mayor hasn't got a run yet, but... 
he was sort of handy last time out as well. So, look, the speed should be, I suppose, genuine, but you just wary of these horses that they're not um, genuine speed horses. They're, they're changing tactics to go forward. So it, it can sort of appear on paper that there's a lot of speed, but um, if they're changing tactics to go forward... Just had a little interruption there with the recording, but what you were just saying about... These horses, a lot of them can have change of tactics, which generally means that they're not natural speed horses. Yeah, or they've read the race as a, a sort of a race that may not have a lot of speed, and they can they can look to go forward and, and take advantage of that. So um, it, it can inject more speed into a race, no doubt. But um, you just want to be careful when you sort of address those sorts of speed maps, which on paper they may look to be a, a great deal of speed, particularly with big fields, um, there may not actually be that, that may not actually be the case. So look, yeah, I am serious, I think forward again here from 16 um, and classic uniform, he likes to bowl along in front over 2,000 metres. The one I'm going to ask you about on behalf of punters, because I think they'll be chiming in, is Avilius. Mm-hmm. How is this race going to play out for Avilius? We know he's a horse with an outstanding turn of foot. He's drawn middle here. Yep. Uh, you've got him towards the back. Yeah, look, he, he'll probably be midfield, perhaps just off. I, I still think he can probably get a good run here from 12. Um, look, he, he, we know he gets back, no doubt about that, but um, the key with this horse, I think, is to get cover, and I, I think he gets that here. Um, there's quite a lot of horses drawn to his outside which tend to get back. Um, you're looking at you know, Libra, Satana Raisin, uh, Big Duke, Sedanza even. So he's going to be inside those horses and they're going to be three wide, I'm, I'm tipping. So he should be able to get into the running line here from 12. Um, look, uh, he, he he's a good horse. He's a, sort of a horse with a bit of brilliance. So, I mean, they may want to be, sort of get going early on him. But, um, yeah, I, I think for the punters, he looks to map well again here. Perfect. All right, that'll do us for this week's edition. Thanks again, guys, for listening in. If you want to check out those speed maps that we are referring to, jump on the Racing New South Wales website, click on Royal Randwick for the fields there, and they'll be in a PDF up the top. Thanks again, Mitch, uh, for joining us. Thanks, Brad.